up i am steph ergo and we are back with another episode of the millennium dungeon how's everybody doing this week you know i had a great week hope everybody had a great week as well and a great weekend so today's episode is a little special we have a, a guest on today and there's a special friend of mine i went to school with goes by the name of tamara tamara how you doing hey, today? i'm good how are you well you already said it <laughs> I haven't seen you in a while. It's been a, how long? Two or three years? Yeah, something like that. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, it's been a weird two to three years, too. So everybody just been busy getting old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for being my guest. And um, thank you for agreeing to be a part of this episode about this topic. So like I told you before the episode, today's topic, we're going to be talking about kind of sort of gender roles in society. Because um, I saw the video the other day where a girl on TikTok saying how she felt about a certain thing. And she was talking about men saying they want traditional wives. And I'm going to just let you hear the clip. And here the way it's going to go is we're going to both listen to the whole clip. And at the end, I'm going to let you go first and get everything you need to get out. Then I'm going to go first. Then we'll just go from there. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here's a clip created the idea of a breadwinner and then they don't want to be breadwinners you guys want a 1950s style relationship where you have a housewife that takes care of everything irons your clothes puts food on the table takes care of the kids blase 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 but you don't want to be a 1950s style husband and get a job and pay for everything it doesn't make sense you guys are threatened and intimidated by women that go okay since you don't want to do it i'm gonna go do it and she gets degrees and shit then you say she's too smart and out of your lead she is by the way she is me but then you go I digress. How the f did you guys say that you're the head of the household? You still want to be called the head of the household. You guys won't let that shit go. You want to be the head of the household, but you won't do head of the household things. Like pay for shit. I don't want no gold digger. You don't have any gold to dig and mine from, my love. I promise you, you don't. I promise. I promise. In times of change, we can probably do it 50-50. But if your first statement to me is, I don't want no gold digger, that just means that you're lame, you're broke, and you don't have any money or assets. So you heard what she had to say. Okay. Um, that was a lot. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you the guest, so I'm gonna let you go first and get everything you gotta get out about what you heard, and then I'm gonna get out everything I need to get out. So, you go first. All right. So, like you said, that was a lot. Um, listening to what she said, I mean, a lot of what she said is rooted in in anger. You can just tell in the hostility in her voice. But I mean, if we if we dissect it a little bit, I agree. I agree with her for the most part i mean guys do say that they want a traditional woman you want us to clean you want us to cook you know what i mean you want us to take care of the household and take care of your needs and give you sex and you know all of those things but when we ask for that in return a traditional husband that's when it turns into oh we're gold diggers or oh you know we always all we want from you is your money that's all that we see in you and and just those kind of things where it's just it's not realistic in, in our society just because women have so much more access to money and to jobs. Back in the day, like it was 1950s style, she said, 1950s style traditional women. 
they weren't able to work. They didn't have the option to go out and work. So that's what men did. You know what I mean? That's what mm-hmm. men did. Women provided for the household by cooking and cleaning and making sure that their man was fed and had what he needed to be ready for work the next day. Today, our women are working just as much as men. So if you want a traditional woman, you know what I mean? That means that I have I can't work. I can't be a traditional woman and work full time. They don't they don't exist together. You know what I mean? I can't work 40 hours a week, 40 plus hours a week sometimes and come home, cook and clean and do everything. And then still then you like I can't ask you for anything. And then I can't ask you for anything. So I'm, I'm cleaning. I'm cooking all day. I've worked all day. If I want to be taken out and shown, I want you to pay for me to go on vacation. You know what I mean? Now I'm I'm just trying to steal your money or I'm just after your money when really I deserve it. I've been taking care of the house. So I just think that men have to, what she's saying, what I get from what she's saying is that men have to realize what they're asking for and everything that comes with that from them. They just see one side of it. They just see the perks of being cooked for and cleaned for and just not having to worry about those womanly duties when women are out here doing manly duties and bringing home the money. Okay. I see where you come from. So um, when I first heard this, I had to, I'm not going to lie, I watched this like three or four times because it was, yeah. like I said, she said a lot. I was like, damn, yeah. really? She's snapping. So, <laughs> and I hear what you're saying. So I'm going to start off with the good and I'm going to do the second why I got bad out of it, okay? Okay. So, good part. I get what she's saying. How some men feel like just because they're men, they think a woman is supposed to do everything for them. Like, oh, I'm a man, so you're supposed to do this, that, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? Just solely because I'm a man. And it's like, no. At the end of the day, men are have always been seen as to be providers, protectors, have um have some level of masculinity, have some level of confidence, be assertive in order to get a woman to do a certain thing or like, you know, do this, that, and the third, you know what I'm saying? So I agree with her to that extent. With that being said, now let's get into what I had a problem with. It was two things. I'm going to get off with the first. She brought education, like, and she said, like, if you listen, how men are intimidated by women with education. Now I'm basing this off of what me and a lot of other men, like my my um guy friends, I don't know really a lot of men that are edu- um, intimidated by women's education. Like, I don't know a lot of men that say, you know what, um, bro, she's perfect, but she just have a master's degree or she's too smart. So she's a deal breaker, man. But you, I thought she was wifey. I know, but that master's degree. I feel like that, that's been a myth for decades and decades and decades of men being intimidated by women um, that are smarter than them. And it's just like, even if that is so, even if there are men that are, are intimidated by that, I promise you, like, I really do promise you, it's less than 10%. So it's like her bringing that up in a conversation, in my opinion, was kind of irrelevant. So I was like, all right, now let's get into what she said about how men want traditional women, but ain't willing to pay for things. Like we, we listened to before, like a lot of it came out of a lot of anger, right? Right. So maybe she did mean something else by it. But from what I heard of how she said it, she was basically saying like how in order for a woman to, you know, act like a, a treat of her man right, 
you know what I'm saying, like, or be a good woman or a wife in a relationship, a man has to pay for things. And me personally, low-key, I kind of have a problem with a lot of people putting too much value on one certain thing that det um, defines what a, a perfect um man or woman is. Just like I have a problem with men saying looks determine uh, if a girl's be wifey material. I Sorry, folks, we had some technical difficulties. And um, the second point I was um, getting at, too, is how she said in the clip that men want traditional wives but aren't willing to pay for things. Now, like you said before, it, it was a lot that she said. So I'm like, damn, like, hold on. I got to really dissect this. But, like, the way she said it, the energy I got from it was she's basically saying how in order for a woman to treat her or a husband or a boyfriend like a man in a relationship, he has to pay for things. Now, I have a little problem with that because at the end of the day, like, do I agree that men should be providers in a relationship? Yes. Do I th think they should um, provide for the, her their household? Yes. Be able to provide and protect all that blase blase. That's what a traditional man does. However, I don't think a man necessarily paying for everything is how you determine that he's going to be a good man in a relationship. And sometimes I do have a problem with when women say things like that, like, oh, yeah, if you want me to uh, treat you good like a, a, a wife in a relationship, you need to pay for things in order for me to have that energy come out of me. You know what I'm saying? I think the main um, problem is, is it, let's look at it like this. Let's say the side was flipped. What if a um, man said to his wife, you know, babe, I love you and stuff and all, but in order for me to give you my all as a traditional man, you got to look good. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine a, a woman, a man saying that to his wife? And she'll be like, that's so shallow. How can't you say that? What my looks got to do with this? Why are you so focused on how I look? It said, well, why are you so focused on if I pay for everything? But like I say, I agree that a man should provide, but I don't think money should be the main factor of whether or not he's going to be a traditional man. Because there's other things to it. There's other levels to what a traditional man is, just like there's other levels to what a traditional wife is. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to give uh, my wife um everything, I'm going to give her my all. I'm not going to just say, look, I'm going to pay for everything, and that should be a good enough for you, right? I don't got to love and respect you. I ain't got to be loyal. You know what I'm saying? That's not how it should be. But I feel like a lot of us, especially in today's society, we're so focused on one thing. I feel like women are so focused on, oh, yeah, he got to pay my bills or, or pay all this in order for me to be a traditional wife. Or men are saying, oh, she got to look a certain way in order for me to act like a, a traditional husband that we forget about the other aspects that really make a marriage work. That's just how I look at it. What do you think? All right. So you, I, I understand exactly where you're coming from um i i understand your point and just to kind of circle back to point number one really quick um that you made about women i mean about men being intimidated her words men being intimidated by a woman's education mm -hmm. right i think that the way that you described it it just proves that men in general are a lot more literal than women are mm -hmm. so not saying that or at least how I interpret it she's not saying that men have conversations with their friends and say she's all that but she got this master's degree so I don't really you know I can't really rock with that that's not how the conversation goes what shows the intimidation is that 
they they can't feel like a man in the relationship because she thinks for herself because she is bringing home so much more money than him. When you speak on a woman's education, it correlates directly with the amount of income she has, okay? So when you start to speak on a woman that's highly educated, you're speaking on a woman that is earning a lot of money or has a very high earning potential. So a lot of the men who are intimidated by that, they're not, they're not men that are on that same level. And that's where you have that intimidation factor because you have these men that are out there working blue collar jobs that work hard for their money nonetheless, but mm -hmm. they don't have that same earning potential as a woman with a master's degree. So they can become, they become like a resentful. Honestly, they become resentful in a relationship because they feel like everything that she does is coming from a standpoint of looking down on her man, which isn't always the case. But I think that's where she's going with. That's where women in general mean when they say men are intimidated by a woman with a high education. Um, not just that they're literally saying, yeah, you know, she all that, but. I don't know, that degree, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so it's a little less literal than I think the way it may have came off. Um, and then to, to go on to your second point a little bit, go into that a little bit. I just, I think that you're, what you're saying about there being a lot more to a relationship than just what the man can provide financially and just what the woman can bring or do for the, in the household. I, I completely agree. I completely agree with you. However, that is not what a traditional, traditional 1950s relationship is. So when we talk about a traditional 1950s relationship, and let's be, let's be specific, a marriage, because there's, there's a big difference between that for me too, a relationship versus a marriage. Mm. You want these 19, we're talking about 1950s marriage goals and like traits that, that comes from a man paying for everything. Like that's what a traditional husband is. He pays for everything and he is a provider in that way. Yes, there are other ways that today in 2021, men can be providers but in 1950 that was the way that men were providers that was all men did mm. you know what I mean so I just think that that just I think that your perspective on that just shows that you're not really into the 1950s traditional husband and wife roles because mm. that's what they are and when you say I just wanted to touch on one more thing. <laughs> when you said, when you compared it to a man, you compared a woman saying, hey, I want you to pay for everything in my life. And that's what makes you a good man. Um, you compared that to him saying, okay, I'll pay for everything, but I want you to look good. I don't think that those are, those correlate equally because it would be, it would be more comparable if he said, okay, I'll pay for everything. If you clean the house and the house is kept up, if you cook and you do these traditional wife 
things, these traditional 1950s wife things, which mm-hmm. doesn't include necessarily looking good. But there, there are men who want a wife who is who has her nails done all the time and who keeps up with herself. But to me, that's just a personality trait. That's not a wife trait. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's just my opinion. But <laughs> I think that the correlation that you, you tried to make was saying it would be shallow. Yeah, it would be, kind of be shallow if a man was like, well, yeah, I'll pay for everything, but you just got to make sure you look good. I mean, if you're paying for me to look good, then I can't really complain, right? <laughs> if you're going to pay for me to get my hair done all the time, if you're going to pay for me to get my nails done all the time, and all I got to do is go to the gym a couple days a week, I might be able to do that for you. Like, you know, <laughs> so... I, I just, you see what I'm saying though? Like, I just kind of think. think yeah. so, so I have, the reason why I think I brought up looks because I think one of the things that a lot of people in the society, especially a lot of women um, don't um, realize that I feel like men and women look at different things when it comes to having preferences and standards. I mean, yeah. obviously, I see women want to look at men for a certain um, level of money. Not even he has to be rich, but he has to have a certain level of financial stability. Where men, the first thing we see is looks. Not to say women don't look at looks either, but that's what we look at, one of the things. Because honestly, a men really don't, I feel, in my opinion, don't really ask for a lot in, in order to get a woman's attention or in order for, to have a woman get his attention. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. I think five things I've always said. Looks, be loyal, be supportive act feminine, and don't come with baggage. I feel like if you have five of those things, like a woman can get a man to do anything. And you said about like, I'm brought up by in 1950s, like traditional rules and marriages and stuff where men were uh, uh, literally paying for everything, which is true. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that. But can I ask a question though? Mm-hmm. For a man to pay for everything, right? Back in the in 1950s, do you think that women were different back then in order for men to pay for everything versus women now? Do I think women were different back then in order for men to everything? Yeah. Were, did they have a different mindset in order on like to bring to the table and versus women now in relationships and marriage? Um, absolutely. Uh, but I don't think that it was necessarily, but I think that women didn't have any other options. Men mm-hmm. didn't have any other options. So women didn't have the opportunities to go out and work. I mean, there weren't, women in corporate jobs did not exist. Positions for women did not exist. I mean, the only jobs that women could get were housekeeping jobs and white women weren't cleaning houses. Like, <laughs> you know, if I'm getting, mm-hmm. you know, being candid, you know, but um, they didn't have, the opportunity to bring home money so men so women rely solely on men that is why a lot of the time in those 1950s relationships these women were abused yeah they were dealing with alcoholic husbands that would come home and beat them you know what i mean while they can't they took care of the kids these men went out and you hear you hear about you know, people always compare the divorce rates, you know, between then and now people, women weren't going out and getting divorces. And they, they say that that's as if that means men were better, you know, or relationships yeah. were better. That's not the case at all. Women didn't have ability to go file for divorce because they couldn't support themselves. They relied so heavily on these men who, who paid for everything. 
men paid for everything. That was just the way it was. That didn't mean that women, actually, I, I, no, I would say women did probably kiss their, you know, their, their husbands, you know what, like they did because they didn't have any other choice. So now in 2020, 2021, we're here today, women have choices. We have opportunity. And so now we're not just walking around kissing these men's butt and letting them treat us any kind of way because we have the ability to support ourselves. And we've yeah. had, you know, we've, we've seen that and we've been able to do that for so long. So now it's a little bit harder to, it's so much harder to find a man who's willing to provide in a 1950s traditional way without them feeling the power of that 1950s husband and yeah. feeling abusive and they can be manipulative and they can do these things that women just aren't willing to accept anymore right so um i agree with what you were saying because i'm not saying like how back in the day that 1950s relationships was perfect you know we all know it was a lot of toxic relationships back then too but i feel like the reason why i brought it up because the whole point of having this conversation why i want to bring it to the table is because i feel that we need to talk about accountability when it comes to relationships and marriage because at the end of the day i feel like especially in this generation accountability is so narrow view where it's like it's always one-sided or like or, or i feel like it's always the blame game well um the reason why um women do this because men did this back in the day or you see a men's side the reason why men do this because women did this it's because you did this and it's like little kids and it's like the reason why I want to have this conversation is because we, as men and women, and I hate to put race in it, but I think we need to discuss, especially in the black community, we need to find a middle ground of accountability, of saying like, look, even though I've done this, I, I'm willing, I wanted to bring this to the table. Or women can say, look, even though I don't look at it your way, but I realize that I need to bring certain factors to the table in order to make myself a good girlfriend, a good um wife, you know what I'm saying? And once I feel like we reach that level of accountability on both sides, not just one-sided, I feel like we will be better off because I'm not saying that a man and woman have to make the same level of money. Whether a man makes less or more than a woman, that doesn't matter because if they're willing to bring a certain factors in order to um play a certain role, and I'm using role lightly in a relationship, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's better. Like, for instance, a king and queen, we all know a king and queen, they do different things. You know what I'm saying? A king's role is not the same as a queen role. But when you look at a king and queen, where are they sitting next to on the throne? Their chairs are next together on the same level of hierarchy. So I feel like if we start looking at it like that, it's like, OK, even though we do different things in a relationship, that doesn't mean we're not equal. We're on the same level. We just do different things in order to make our household and our family work. I don't know. That's just how I look at what do you feel? I agree with that completely. 100%. That, you know, 50-50 in a relationship means that we are doing 50% of everything. You know what I mean? I yeah. believe there are successful relationships that, that, you know, you take care of this XYZ thing, I take care of this ABC thing, and that's what we do. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? relationships with people who make less than me you know what I mean I've I've lived in the house with a man who was making less than me and and wasn't even working for a time you know what I mean so at that point I, I'm I'm a woman who is very aware of 
the fact that men need to feel like a man. You know what I mean? And whether that's mm-hmm. money, it doesn't take money to make a man feel like a man, right? Right, so, right. Like she said in that video, you guys want that head of household title. You mm-hmm. guys want, you know, there's not a single part of y'all that is like, oh, we can we could be co-heads of the household. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so, like, there, there are different roles that people can play in the house to make things cohesive and to make everything look. If I'm going to work all day and you're at home all day, then a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, you, if that means or then I can do. I shouldn't have to come home from working all day and you've been right. at that all day on the game and right. I gotta come home and cook dinner. You know what I mean? I feel you. <laughs> right, right, right. Go ahead. And then you have to be willing to grow with the relationship too, because a lot of a lot of the issue these days, especially with people our age, they're seeing they're seeing men that are on the come up let's just say that right so they're not exactly where they want to be they're still working on it you know what I mean they're trying to they're they're building right so that woman might be a little bit further along in her career and want that to be able to do now you have to also be able to accept when the roles start to change so now you start making about the same amount of money right you're working the same hours now you have to readjust and determine okay, what roles are we going to play to make sure that everything is still cohesive and nobody feels like they're doing all of the work, they're bringing home all of the money and doing all of this stuff, you know, just kind of keeping up with those kind of things to make everyone still, you know, play their role and, and and fit into that puzzle to make everything smooth. Right. I agree 100%. Like, <laughs> and like, and when I was bringing it up, I'm not saying that women should be submissive just to any man. You know what I'm saying? Because if he ain't got his shit together, he ain't got his shit together. Because <laughs> it would be a kind of a weird like situation where a man saying, let me tell you something. I'm the man in the house and you're going to listen to me while he his drawers playing 2K all day with no job, <laughs> no, no ambition, no confidence. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know what I'm saying? So like, I'm not saying that. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Women should be submissive to men that have shit going on with so. Yeah. What I'm saying is, like, for me, I, like I said, when I was saying well, you got to play a certain quote-unquote role, like, in a relationship and stuff, even if, a, let's say, a woman is making more than her man in a relationship, like mm-hmm. you said before, like, you believe in a woman um, believing that oh, she should treat a man like a man, like, let him know that he's the man in a relationship, like, even if he doesn't make more than you in a relationship, just say, like, little things or, like, have, have his back on certain things or have that support, be supportive or be loyal or act, like, in a certain feminine way to make him feel like, damn, like, I have the prize, like, she is my prize, you know what I'm saying, I know she has my back, this is my partner in crime, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying, if you play, have that certain level, I feel like men really don't care whether or not a woman makes more than him in a relationship because I know a lot of couples where a woman like have like high corporate jobs and the the men have regular nine to five jobs where they make good money, but not as much as the woman, but they relationship been going on for years because I, like I said, like, I feel like both partners know their role. Like, even though she doesn't make more than him, she still makes him feel like the man. And like, I hate to say this, like in this um, society now, like, I feel like, 
even though there are women that are able to do that with their high paying jobs, I feel like there are women out there like when they get to that certain level of power in a, in a career or something like that, they say, well, I, I make more than him. So I don't want to submit to anything he do. I don't care whether or not he doesn't feel like the man in a relationship. And I feel like that can be a problem later on and down the line it makes men be like, oh, she thinks she better than me because she got this job at that corporate thing. Meanwhile, I'm working at Best Buy for two years. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if we both know our roles in a relationship and, like, not afraid to make each other feel like the woman or feel like the man in a relationship, I feel like education or what job title we have won't come in, in between it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I do think, I do definitely agree. I just think that um, when, when you mention, like, a, a woman who, you know, has is in a certain position in her life and come across a guy that works you know what I mean a regular 15 hours an hour or maybe even less I don't even know but um I, I think that there's there's a couple things that come into play there you have to be able to match my lifestyle because if, if I'm already supporting myself and I already have a certain kind of lifestyle I'm not ready to bring somebody into that who can't contribute to it right. so that's where you have to be able to meet me somewhere you know what I mean? And I, at, once you get so high, it's harder to go so low. You know what I mean? Even if you're not making as much as me, I need you to be in that same circle, like be able to fit into that same lifestyle that I'm living or at least contribute something to it. Um, if you're only bringing in, you know what I mean? 10% mm -hmm. of what I do. Right. You, you know what I mean? Right. But like, I'm not mad at that at all because I've always said before, like, you can have anybody I know. I don't have a problem with having the standards. You know what I'm saying? I think mm -hmm. everybody has standards and preferences. I feel as though as long as you're able to meet them, there's no problem. Because yeah. if a girl comes to me saying like, oh, yeah, I need a man to do this, this, that, and the third, and she can meet this, that, that, and the third, how can I get mad at her as long yeah. as she, got, she can back it up? You know what I'm saying? Now, if she had, if she says, I want a man to do this, this, that, and the third, and she don't have none of that, it's just like, huh? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do the rock eyebrow. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I'm going to raise my eyebrow. Like, if she'd be like, oh, I want a man that makes six figures, but you don't make six figures. Or she said, I want a man that drives this type of car, but you take the bus. Or she would say, I want a man that doesn't have kids, but you got three right now. You know, you can't do that. We, in order to have certain standards, you have to be able to match them mm -hmm. or like, or like come to some kind of level of them at least. Like, right. at least match them like 70%. Like, damn, you can't trust right. somebody for not having things that you don't have. And I feel like uh, um, some, a lot of women do that. And men do that too. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, there's men um, do that right now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, she got to do this and that. But they're not willing to match it in a relationship. So it's like, that's why I bring up the word accountability, because I feel like that word gets so lost in marriages and relationships, because at the end of the day, <laughs> relationships are not like going to a cookout where all you got to do is show up and you get a free plate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to bring something to the table. And yeah. what it's not even about on what money or what on how good you look or if you can cook and clean. It's like certain things. Just knowing certain things you gotta bring. Like, all right, if he make this some on this certain amount of money, and I know he's confident and assertive, I know he's loyal and loves me and respects me. Okay, what can I do? Even though I don't make that kind of money, but what can I do to make him happy or feel like a man? 
or like the vice versa, or like if a man has money and he's like, all right, yo, she loves me, she look good, like she treat me right like a king, you know what I'm saying? She don't bother me when the Eagles game on, she got me some hot wings, you know what I'm saying? Like, what can I do to make her feel good as a, my wife? You know what I'm saying? It's like, we got to match it this way, that way. You know what I'm saying? It got to be a middle ground. It can't just be one-sided no more and expect on the live happily ever after. That's just how I feel. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, one-sided things just don't work. And I think, but just to, just to, to you know, bring it full circle, I think that a lot of what people don't understand, what guys in general don't understand about requesting this 1950s traditional wife is that just because you are bringing different things to the table doesn't mean that those things aren't equal and and so if if you want you know to cook and clean you want me to look good I need you to pay for everything you know I need you to take that off of my plate so that I can focus on cleaning the house cooking the meals doing the grocery shopping and don't we didn't even mention kids you know what I mean yeah is involved that's a whole full-time job in itself so you know what I mean I need you to provide I need you to provide financially because we we discussed there's multiple ways to provide but in that case I need you to provide financially so that I can focus on taking care of the other needs in the household including your needs as a man because I didn't even talk about that either and how men just, you know, request sex on a daily basis, but then they don't contribute to the household, you know? So mm. if you want these things from a wife, you're expecting, you know, your wife to put out every night. What are you bringing to this table? Right, right, right. Like, hey, man, that's like what I said before. I agree with you before. And like what I said about a king and queen not um doing the same thing, but they on the same level of power. You know what I'm saying? Just because you don't do the same thing don't mean it's not equal in the same hierarchy. You know what I'm saying? That's So I 100% agree. And plus, we see celebrities now, like, you, you know how celebrities be like, oh, he's a famous athlete or actor, and they married to some girl who was a waitress at some local diner, but they've been together for 20 years. You know, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he's happy paying for everything, and maybe she's happy staying in the house, cooking, cleaning, taking the kids to soccer practice in school. If that was work through their relationship, that's fine. But I feel like it has to be that middle ground. Like I look at it like this, like you know how like on you know, the sports movies, like they in the locker room, they have a little huddle and stuff like that, or be like, this is how the play gonna go. Whiteboard, uh, you do this, that, you come come around for the screen, bam, we got touchdown. Bam. If we trying to get this championship ring. So we got to come to you know, some kind of conclusion. So right. that's how I look at it. It got to be a middle ground. And it, I feel like every couple, before they get into, like, you know, a serious relationship, they got to have that little talk about, like, yo, if, if you want me to be yours, like, this is what I require. Like, it got to be on both sides. Like, this is what I want, and this is what I expect from you. You know what I'm saying? And a man got to do the same. This is what I want in a relationship, and this is what I expect from you. And, like, in this society now, it's like, I will, I, I will say one thing too, and I'll wrap up my point. Can we stop not not you or not any like I know like I see a lot of people on social media making men feel bad about having standards. Like I know so many um girls that like I've had conversations with where or say like well, men have standards um too, and they always make the same face you make when you had some nasty ass medicine as a kid. Mm. Standards, practicing, fucking wrong. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't do that. Let's stop. Yeah. 
I'm making men seem bad for having standards. If he wants a woman to do this or that or wants a woman to look a certain way, that's fine. But like I said, as long as he's able to back it up for being a man about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, if he does this and that and third, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just like we just got to be realistic and logical about what we bring to the table. That's all. That's it. I agree. Yeah. And just be yeah. clear about what you what you're looking for because like you said one of the things that men look for is just that support you know what I mean but be clear of what that support looks like for you because what support looks like for me so I need to know how to support you the way you want to be supported you know if that coming to your football games you know what I mean or if that means sitting on the couch next next to you eating them wings while the Eagles play too you know what I mean you know what I mean? Or if it means sh- me shutting the hell up and going upstairs while the game's on, you know, let me know support you. Like, so, it's the confidence for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just saying, you know, if you if you just need me to bring the food and leave you the hell alone, I can do that too. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> just let me know. <laughs> Go ahead. Shit, I almost I almost shed a tear right there. Damn, somebody give me some tissue. Oh my gosh, she preaching. Thank you, Jesus. All right, <laughs> I agree with you. You you preaching? Like I'm like I said, <laughs> we just gotta know what we gotta play, what roles we gotta play. Right. As long as you're able to come to the table and have a, like an agreement about what I expect from you and you expect from me, I feel like we'll be better off. I'm not saying every relationship is going to be 100 percent perfect. But I feel as though we'll be better off, especially in on nowadays, because relationships are a little um, willy wonky, if you know what I mean now. Right. But and um there's so much half access to so many things. You know what I mean? You see the best parts of so many things and you see the worst parts to where it has this, it, it gives you this like altered reality, this altered sense of reality that makes you think everything should be this way. When in reality, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. You know, let's have a conversation on what we both think it should be so that we can be on the same page, you know, instead of just thinking that everybody knows, everybody mm-hmm. knows how it should be. Everybody knows that this is what comes with the relationship. Everybody knows this. We don't, you know what I mean? So. I <laughs> yeah. And stop. And we got to stop. I'm paying attention to social media, too, about these relationship goals. I, I like I, I completely agree with what you said, because people think, oh, yeah, I follow this relationship page. So that means I'm a hunt. I'm an expert in relationships. Oh, I've been with my boyfriend six months. Sis, relax. All right. You know what I'm saying? And he, I think he's talking to your best friend on the low, but you didn't hear it from me. So you like, bro, chill out. So it's like we got to stop um, looking at um social media as like qualification of what a relationship is like oh he don't do this but it said this on um michael b jordan page when him and Lori harvey was together that they did this he flew her out to paris why you ain't fly your girl out to paris which are you a man relax sis relax we you was good last week when i took you to movies so why man now meanwhile Ooh. we both worked our best buy together like you mad exactly. you work in the laptop department so what you what you mad for so <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But Tamara, thank you so much for being my guest. Like I really appreciate um you for coming on and us having like a 
a, a good conversation about this because I feel like a lot of people struggle with relationship because, like I said, it's always so one-sided on what somebody brings to the table or what we play the blame game a lot. And instead of being like men and women have to be accountable on both sides. And I feel that's important for us to move on, especially in the black community when it comes to relationships. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. As always, a lot of fun, you know, so mm-hmm. being here. Thank you. So, okay. So I guess that's our episode for this week. And I'm Steph Urkel and we'll see you next time. Peace. Yeah. 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 Urkel. Urkel.